0: What is going on, everybody? My name is Ryan Gothier, and you are listening to the Dynamic Growth Alliance podcast, where every day we get a grassroots look at the mindset, the tools, the resources, and the knowledge it takes to bridge the gap from where you are now to the person you ultimately want to become. We are back with another episode here to the Virtual Dynamic Growth Alliance Headquarters. And today I have a little topic called We Need More Skills. Skills are important. And how that translates to work ethic and focus. So, why do we need more skills, work ethic, and focus? So, the marketplace pays for skills, perspective, and value. Out of all the things that I've learned, when it comes to making money, when it comes to building an audience, when it comes to building a following, when it comes to you know developing your leadership skills, right? The marketplace rewards skills, perspective, and value. <clears throat> so what does that mean? Let me break, break, break these down real quick. So skills can you specifically do something at a high level? So if you were in, you know, say the fitness, you know, you're in the fitness game and you have skills in relation to health and nutrition and, you know, uh, the, the fitness space, let's say. So what would that actually mean? That means that you either a, you know how to lift weights. Like you are a a coach, For example, like you would be a strength coach or a conditioning coach where you have, you know, you've mastered, you know, the ins and outs, the science behind like running and weightlifting and form and how to construct workouts and, um, you know, things like that. Nature. And then you have nutritionists, right? Nutritionists is a great example. They are super niched up, right? They are super niched or niche or whatever you want to say or however you say it, right? They're super niched up. Like it's, it's very specifically nutrition, Food, macros, micros, all this stuff. So why nutritionists can make a bunch of money, especially ones who go, you know, who are like, they they work with professional athletes and stuff, because they have a very, very specific skill. They know things that not everybody knows. Now, can you know them? Absolutely, 100%. A lot of times, you don't even need to go get a degree to become a nutritionist. My personal opinion, not saying that it's it's easy or any of that stuff, because it's not like learning any skill is going to be difficult and it's going to take work. And we're going to transition to that here in a minute. And that's why, you know, I mentioned the part about work ethic, right? But but just saying, you know, information is readily available. And so skills, 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 and then perspective. What is perspective? It's how you experience life. You know, the things that you've done in your life that you can share with others that will help them where they're at, because chances are something that you've gone through, something that you have done in your life somewhere that you have been has the next one value for somebody else, right? So that perspective, the way you've perceived it, the way you failed at it, the way you overcame that, the way you showed up, the time you showed up, the places that you went, the hotels you slept at, right? Um, How you thought about those hotels, the restaurants you went, the food you ate, right? All that stuff. It's just your personal experience through your lens, through your eyes, your feelings, your timelines, all relate to your perspective, Right. The lessons that you've learned inside of that, right, all those things, they build up your frame of reference. So your frame of reference is what a lot of times it's called perspective, especially in the self-development space. And that perspective is very valuable, especially with the way that today's economy is going. It's a virtual economy, a social media, digital economy nowadays. People really, really value perspective. Like if you are a single mother and you're, or you're about to be a single mother and you're going to college full-time, a lot of times like they're not looking to go get a degree on motherhood. What they're going to do is they're going to get on some Facebook group. They're going to go to YouTube. They're going to go to Google, and they're going to start looking for people who are single mothers or have been single mothers who have also been to college and did college full-time because they're going to want to see, hey, what did that person do? How did they experience it? How did they overcome it? How did they win? How did they build their business while doing that as well, right? All this kind of stuff. So that's a lot, there's a lot of value packed in your perspective. And that should also give you hope. So if you're someone who wants to add value to others and wants to build a brand, build a movement, perspective is key. You don't have to have any special degree or specific skills or any of that. Like it's just perspective. It's how you've lived your life and you share it with others. Like that is valuable. And and here's here's why, and this is a little caveat here. Now the reason that, can, that tends to be so valuable is because it's not easy. It's not easy to share yourself and be vulnerable and be open and admit to people that you don't have all the answers, that you're still figuring it out, that it's a journey. You know, as as well as there are some things that you have gotten pretty good at. So you have the ability to extract lessons from your life and to deliver them in a streamlined, consistent way. So that's just a caveat. Now, the third thing is value, right? So, so value can be described as the other two things, right? Skills and perspective. But I think value is a third there's a there's a third pillar here and and third pillar is value so to me what is value well i think that value is the way that it's 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 getting behind the the perspective or the view like understanding the perspective and the viewpoint of the customer the client the audience the personnel and understanding what they want and what they need and the problems they have and then nailing that with a dart on a dartboard, board right so being able it's like there's more of a psychology to adding value than just giving perspective because giving perspective it's like blankets like shotgun shot like like basically what i'm doing right now you know my my big goal is i'm aiming to be a thought leader and a self-improvement and you know mental toughness You know, parenting space, transitioning to author, online trainer, all these kind of things. Right. That's direction I'm moving in. So this here is perspective. It's a shotgun blast. I'm talking about skills and I'm going to transition to work ethic and focus. Right. Because there's going to be a bunch of people who listen to this and they're going to be like, yeah, you know, I've never thought about skills that way or, you know, maybe I need to increase my skills. Maybe you know I do have some skills and I do have a voice that I can add value to, right? And then they take action on those skills and it helps improve their life. And boom, now you have been you have been given a perspective that has helped you in your life. That's my goal. So that's that's perspective. Now a specific skill again it's like, hey, I'm a nutritionist. Um, you know, you want to lose the 10 pounds? Basic workout program. Bam, give it to you. Boom, you've just been given skills. Now I have de- I've delivered my skill set to you temporarily as long as you're willing to use it or whatever, so that you can use. It. Now the value is you're saying. Hey, I really need to, you know, I I really need to go get, um, I need a better job, right? So now here's the value piece. The value piece is now that I know you need to get a better job, I can specifically give you a job, right? To me, that's the difference between value. It's not a shotgun blast. It's not hit or miss. It's very direct. I can nail it to the board. I can say once it's done that I have no matter what, as a matter of fact, no matter what you did or not, I have I have given you all of the tools or whatever, all of the ability and opportunity to, to fulfill, like to overcome your obstacle or solve your problem or whatever. That, that's what it is to me. That's what value is to me. Like you even if you it doesn't matter if you do anything with it or not, like I've, I've given it to you. Like you now have, you have the ball, you have the rock. All right. So it's like, Hey, I need a job. Boom. I have a job offer for you. Well, here's a couple places that you can look. Boom. I've added value, right? I've given it to you. Now I can is go to these places like, Hey, what are your skills? Oh, uh, I need a job in marketing and sales. Okay. Boom. I've just picked three jobs in your area, right? That are looking for marketing and salesmen, sales or whatever. Boom. Here you go. Check these out. Oh, and by the way, Here's a big, big value add too. By the way, I know Tom down there. He's one of like the recruiting people. Talk to Tom. Bam! Massive value added, right? It's, it's a direct link, a direct, a direct link to w- the problem that you're trying to solve or the obstacle you're overcoming. So that's a quick lowdown. All right. Now the key is is, is most people or are, are not the key, but something that you know I've thought about. Here is that a lot of people have, they have some skills. They have great perspective and they have value to add, right? The trick is finding it and then figuring out if you enjoy sharing it or not, right? And then figure out if you want to do something about it, right? Most people have these things. And if, you, if you're wondering if you do or not, trust me, you do. You have it. It's just a matter of discovering it and then deciding if you want to do anything about it. So if you're like the world's greatest hacky sacker, right? And like, because hacky sacking, it's, it's like... It's kind of impressive when you, when you think about it. Like people are really good at it. But it's not, you know, it, it may, maybe even you know, now I'm thinking about it, maybe something very valuable. I don't know. But in my mind, I, I wouldn't right now assume that hacky sacking was a very, you know, easy thing to take and like add value to people with. So why am I saying that? Because if you have a super awesome um, ability to hacky sack, you have to figure that out first and be like, yeah, I'm great at hacky sack. And then do I want to share that with others? Do I want to like do a YouTube video? Boom. I just figured out a way you can add value with hacky sack. Insert you YouTube video. You can teach people how, you know, you hacky sack so great and your practice routines, your methods. You see that? There it is. You can teach people how to hacky sack on YouTube and make money being like a professional hacky sacker. You may even be able to start a hacky sack organization slash company where you invite other hacky sackers and then start competition. I mean, this is gnarly. Holy cats. See that? See how cool that is? That's 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 thought leader stuff. All right. So that's that's why I'm looking for the big bucks. So you can think like that. All right. So anyway, the point is, right, is then you have to figure out what you want to do with it if you want to do anything with it. Right, and then once you nail down what you want to do, so let's say you have a bunch of skills. You're good at hack second. You're good at guitar. You're good at singing. You're good at podcasting. Um, you're really good at using, you know, online video platforms. You're good at marketing. You know, whatever. Then you choose which one of those you find the most enjoyment in. It's the one that makes you a little excited to act. That would be my my way of gauging it and measuring it. When you start saying, when you start going through your skills and counting what you have, then you want to look at like whichever one you're saying and thinking about in your head makes you want to take action right that moment and just go build it and do it is probably the one that you should go after. That's like this the Holy Spirit inside of you pushing you forward, and that's what podcasting and building a, a you know. Um, and starting to build a brand and building a Facebook group and all that stuff was for me. It's something that's just been eating at the back of my mind for for a long, long time. And it was fear and it was doubt and stuff that was, that was holding me back. And this whole thing of thought leading and, and becoming an author and a speaker and all this stuff, it's something that, yeah, it's, it's been very, very high up on my list of, of things that I wanted to do and become. And, and it was just like, a, I just, you know, didn't take the action. That could be a whole other episode or whatever. But as you know, that was the one for me that got me super excited and I want to take action now. Now, whether you do or not, that's a whole different game. It's a whole other obstacle, right? But that feeling is what you're what you're after. So that's that. <clears throat> the, now, the other side of this coin reads: right Do you have skills in the area you're trying to enter? Do you have any? Because this is going to tell you what you need to do from from here on out. So, I, and I, I've seen this a lot with like younger you know younger soldiers and stuff, and um, younger men and women. Is they're like, yeah, you know, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do that. And it's like, all right, great. That's great. So that's what you want to do. Fantastic. Now, here's my question. What do you know about it? Pause for effect. Really powerful when you're talking to someone and you pause for effect. and just let them stew and the question. So you just ask them, what do you know about it? And a lot of times, they're going to realize that they haven't really thought about it as much as they think they've thought about it. Especially if they have no knowledge of it no skill like I'm not gonna say the person's name but I was talking to somebody a while back and they said they wanted to go to school and they you know they wanted to do this specific program side so of school I was like great man what's the college name and he gave me the college name and I looked it up and it was wrong it was the wrong name like the dude didn't even know what school he was going to that he wanted to go to and then I asked him about it and I kind of like engaged with him and you know about it and he was like well it's all also important dude how, like you didn't even know the name of the school like you got it wrong like in in super duper hindsight like you know it's, it's kind of you know judgmental and stuff but like my point was this is like if you don't even have the if you don't even have the care and like the you know if you don't care enough to remember the name of the school like what like how are you going to care enough to go get this degree and to follow through and to do the work? I like it's, it's It just, it, it blew my mind. Like it's, it's the little things, right. That, 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 that show where your mind's at and like where you're at. And this showed me that this dude was not really willing to do the work. He wasn't even willing to remember the name. He hadn't even done enough research or looked it up enough times to remember the name. But anyway, so, so that's that, right? The other side is do you have the skills? And if you want to go into a certain area, you want to be an engineer, you want to be a doctor, you want to you know start a business in real estate, you want to get in the stock market, you want to do crypto, you wanna um, you know become a financial consultant, you wanna you know make coffee, like whatever it is, right? What do you know about it? What skills do you have? And if you realize you don't have any skills, well, here's how you get some skills. You 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 schedule it, you practice it, and you reflect on it and how you're doing. Right, you always got to learn and study, learn and study, schedule it, practice it, go figure it out, and, and it can be simple. And this is, you know, I was I was listening to another thought leader, a very you know very popular guy, and he was um he was you know telling me that one of the things he used to do is he wanted to be a better speaker. So what he would do is he would walk around his living room and talk on a specific subject for about 30 minutes every single day for years when this guy wanted to be a speaker he wanted to get into the speaking space and you know host live events and do you know that kind of thing so he he scheduled time daily where he could practice his speaking skills and then he would pick a topic and he would just let it rip and he did that for years so that's just an example of what that would look like Schedule, practice, reflect. Now, the reflection piece can be difficult for people if you're not a natural reflector. And all it is is just looking back on what you've done, you know, even at the end of the week or whatever. So for him, if he did it every single day, Monday through Sunday, he'd be able to look back and say, hey, I did, uh, let's see. So it'd be at least three hours, three and a half hours, it'd, it'd equate to, of speaking. So if someone could be like, hey, what are you doing to improve your speaking? I speak for three hours a day. I I speak for three hours a week, three and a half hours a week. And the reflection piece of why do you need to know that? Right. Why would that be important to know is because then you can see like I'm doing something. This is what I'm doing. And then you can gauge, you know, skill level and stuff based on the time that you're putting in. So if you're not getting any better and then like you do a speaking engagement after you've been doing that for a couple months and people are like, man, that was horrible. Like you were umming and on and blah, blah, blah. So then you realize like, man, I need to do a lot more than three and a half hours a week. That's where that would come into play. So here's a cool quote. Same guy, uh, you know, he's telling me that when you knock on the door of opportunity, it's work that answers. And that was Next level. That was next level. It's work that answers. Because in today's society, I'm just gonna come at you guys a little bit here and, and give you this. This is a reality. So something that I've observed. All right. And this is again my opinion, but it's something that I've observed. That today's society is really bred an army of impatient quitters. At the first sign of trouble, most people today's age they quit. And a lot of it, and it's, you know, again, this is the piece of me that wants to go into like the mental toughness resiliency space when it comes to, you know, leading thought. Because one thing I've always, you know, been able to do, I'm just going to, you know, get on my soapbox a little bit. One thing I've always been able to do is keep keep a level head and just be fired up and passionate and resilient and hardworking. Like it just you know, and, and, maybe some of that comes from wrestling and how I was trained up in wrestling, but there's just like this, there's this, you know, aggressive, but calm poise, like, you know, lion, like attacking style attitude, right. That allows people to just drive forward and just be hard. Like there's a, there's a hardcore kind of attitude that I, you know, was kind of raised up in and grew up with. And it's, it, I'm telling you, it, it covers every area of life that you could possibly think of. Like if you're ever going through something, like that piece of me engages. And if you build up your ability to just be kind of hardcore in your thought process and be like, you know what? It's It's whatever. I'm going to figure this out. Like there's nothing that can keep me down. Like I am the king. Like I am going to win. Right. When you can think that way in a daily basis, it super duper helps out. There's a lot of people that don't think that way. There's a lot of people that are very impatient with results. They're very impatient. They start something like, well, I haven't done it yet. I haven't been doing it for a week. I've been doing it for a week. Like, give it time. Let it it get out there. You know and they want to quit? Like, oh, maybe it's not working, whatever. And then they stop. And then, you know what I mean? All that stuff. So why do I say that? Because work ethic in today's age is super duper, duper important. You know, like with as fast as everything is and with how, you know, readily available things can be and, the, the number one thing is it's super odd is it seems to like people just lack the work ethic, work ethic because, you know, that, you know, mentality of, you know, put it in the microwave, ding, it's done. It, it trickles over into every other area of people's lives. So when things don't, you know, ding and be done for them, they're like, uh oh. you know, and then they, they live a majority portion of their lives wondering like, why nothing ever happened for them. It's because you weren't doing anything. You're not actually doing anything. Like you maybe do a little bit, but like, is that really something like, are you really giving it your best shot to succeed? Like, are you really trying this technique of productivity for long enough to see if it really works? Like, you know, there was someone, you know, uh, they asked me about how I, you know, prioritize my day or whatever. And I was like, yep, I prioritize, uh, via scheduling and and calendar or whatever. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I'll try that. He does it. And he was like, and like a week later I asked him, so how's the calendar going? He said, well, I don't do that anymore. So why not? So I did it for two days and, you know, I wasn't actually looking at it or reminding myself to use it. So I just stopped. I was like, two days? It took me months. It took me months to to get to the point where my calendar was even effective for me. That even did anything for me. And I'm still, just being honest with you guys, I'm still at the point where my calendar is not as effective as it could be. Right? There are still things I need to learn and improve and, and be more disciplined in it when it comes to my scheduling and my calendar. So just realize that you know there's there's this false sense of work and there's a real sense of work, and real sense of work gets results. That's how you'll know which one it is. So develop your work ethic. If you're someone who thinks maybe I'm not working so hard, you know, you gotta figure out how do you work harder. How like what areas can you actually step up the hours? And and here's a good way to quantify work, like what is work ethic? You know, something people say, and it's not it's not it's not even so much as it as a mentality as it is a reality. Your work ethic is not as much of a mentality as it is a reality. Like, what are you actually doing? How many hours? How many steps? How many miles? How much money? Right? How many conversations? How much weight? How many reps? Right? Action. And then once you start doing a certain amount of action, there's a couple of things you can do to make sure that you keep that action and that you stay focused. Right Now we're going to transition this real, real quick, this thing about focus, and then we're going to be done. So focus. Be happy about progress, but not satisfied. Look back, count your wins, and say, yes, I'm doing something. There's my results. There's my stats. And then be like, but that's not where I want to end up. There is no destination. Success is a constant, forever-changing, evolving journey. Boom, how do I improve? Keep improving. Don't be satisfied, but count your wins, count your progress. Right? So you know you're actually moving forward. It gives you the, the, you know, the good vibes and good feelings to keep moving forward. And then here's the other one. Life evolves so quick that you must stay equal to or ahead in knowledge and skills. You got to constantly learn. Right? The last thing is this learn to the next stage. Right? So, so. A good example. So for me, if I'm looking to really step up my, my game in podcasting, what what is society moving to in the game of podcasting and how do I get on that trend? Like, How do I learn about that first and become a master in that? So then I will be one of the the major thought leaders in that. So, for example, another kind of or example inside of an example. So I've seen you know, something I don't even know if it's real 100 percent or not, but like Joe Rogan, super famous podcast. He. Is like transition to Spotify or something exclusively for lots and lots of money. So if that's something that's going to be a trend in the podcasting world, if people are going to pick a platform and they're going to cash in on it. And that's something that I wanted to do. It would, it would behoove me to do that now, to start talking to the people and figuring out which platform and which one's the best and all that stuff. Right. So just realize this. Life evolves so quick. Like they even say this. By the time you graduate college, all the skills you learned are already obsolete. So you already have to go and like relearn again and get updated and take online classes and go back to school. And just by the time you get the job to be relevant, right? So everything's evolved so quick. You got to stay equal or head to it. You got to constantly learn. So it's an always learning process. And then you look at the next stage and where you're going, you want to learn that too. So that by the time you get there, you already know the skills where you're above and beyond. And that's focus. You got to get clear. You got to get singular and you got to be in it to win it and you got to work hard. You got to actually have something to show for it. You got to have stats. You got to have data, something you can look at and reflect on. And all that to say, you need some skills. You need some skills. You need to look for skills, perspective, and value. So that's all I have for you guys today. This is Ryan Gauthier. You're listening to the Dynamic Growth Alliance podcast. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Take care.